0: at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Hey, it's the podcast guy. It's the Southern Podcast. And there it is.
0: Southern United have the GM Boxer World Conference
2: have put down First Division Prodigy City. Winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this... Side. they've had their moments before, but never won like this. But the whistle goes down, like for Sutton United, Sutton United, for the National League
1: are through to the last 16 of the FA Cup, no longer English football's perennial non-league club. 123-year
2: crescendo reaches a new peak for Sutton United, who are promoted to the Football League for the first time. ...at Crystal Palace, the Amateur Cup final against North Shields, and the FA Cup tie against Leeds. So, not glory hunting or anything. We um, got to a stage in the mid-70s where I wanted to start, when I was about 13 or 14, where I wanted to possibly start going to football games without him having to take me. Um, and I was about 15 minutes walk away from, from Sutton's ground and just thought I'd wander down, wander down, sort of start, start following them, watch a few games and, uh, it sort of mushroomed from there. I think, um, started going, going to away games on so, the supporters coach, started chatting to people on the supporters coach, like Dave Fairbrother, who persuaded me to get involved with quizzes and and stuff like that, moved on to the supporters club committee, um, Helped Simon Clonell, the previous program editor, with the program. Have always always enjoyed writing about football. Um, and when he emigrated in 1988, I, I stepped into his shoes as press secretary, and that's where I've been ever since. Um, <laughs> it's been, so it's it's thirty odd thirty odd years now, and sort of responsible for the responsible for the media. Um, during which time a lot has changed, um, most for the better. Yeah, I
3: mean. <laughs> well we were talking um, just before we came on the, the the sort of media manager thing is a sort of a loose term because back even a few years ago um lots of articles in the guardian for example the local guardian now not so much and now most of it has moved on to digital um how how was that kind of shift for, for your point of view well f-
2: yeah, but the Sutton Guardian used to be used to cover us cover us every week, being hard copy. And I, I one slight disclaimer: I don't I don't live in Sutton anymore at the moment, so I, I don't oh, right. I don't know necessarily whether the um whether the Guardian it is, 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 is whether it's the, the paper you can pick up. Wherever, where where I live, you can pick up a paper called the News Shopper in, in supermarkets. Um But in, I don't know whether the Guardian's the same. But but we they tend now. I think the way the Guardian works it now covers the whole of. Whole of Southwest London, rather than just being a Sutton Guardian. So I think we we've, we've been squeezed out a little bit by the by the Wimbledon's and and um, Brentfords of this of this world. Um, but it's it it has changed. You know, it's not not so much newspaper driven now. Um, our you know, when the, when the Sutton Guardian were covering us every week, we didn't have a website. Now now it's our website where all the news items go, and so the local paper is less less important for people to find out what's going on. I mean, we didn't just have the Guardian; we had the Herald and the Appetizer as well back in the back in the day mm-hmm. when I was um, when Simon was doing it, and I was I was writing reports for them even then. Um, but now, you know, if people want to know what's happening at the club, we've got our own website where where the news goes up straight away, and that's where I'm responsible for, for posting. I would have said ninety five percent, possibly more, of the articles that go on the website um, come from me. Um, and I deal with all the, 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 media arrangements on match day. Um, and occasionally st- do some commentaries on the, on the, uh, iFollow system. We've got a, we've got a very, very good team of commentators on the, on the iFollow. We do the iFollow commentaries from the SUFC TV school, but, you know, sometimes, sometimes it needs, needs me to, to drop in as well. And I enjoy doing that. So, so I'm quite happy to, 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 step into that as well. So it's, it's just looking after the media on match yeah. days as well. Not so much the Twitter side of things. That's Martin, who's the, the um, digital, marketing, digital marketing media manager. Um, but certainly the, the sort of more, what I call the traditional media, if you like, um, yeah. is, is down to me. And, and as, as people are probably very aware and have probably had enough of it now, that I've also been doing the, the PA for the best part of 35 years. <laughs> um and i always i always think that they must surely sometime soon somebody will somebody will say let's have a new voice over it but it's not an easy job to find someone to, to find someone to do um
3: no and, absolutely not and then,
2: you know, I mean, i'm lucky i'm lucky with jason reynolds is one of the, the commercial managers is um has a has a background in radio so if he if if i'm never ever not able to make it then he's able to to step in and he's very he's very good at it but it's not it's not something that people t- Nobody's ever come up to me and said, cool, "Could, I, could I have a go at doing the PA?" Um, and so I get used to it, but, but it does come, you know. It must I do I do feel I've done for the last two or three seasons that whenever whenever people walk into the ground for the first game of the season and they hear me and they think, "Oh no, not him again." But, um, <laughs> they it, maybe they don't, maybe they don't, but who, who knows?
3: Well, t- to be fair, on the far side of the curver, um, you can't hear anything. It never really works, anyway. It
2: always used to be a standing joke that there was one stage when the PA system worked in such a way that we got complaints inside the ground that they couldn't hear me and complaints from the other side of the bypass that they could. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. And that may still be the case.
3: There's it, only been two times I've had to hear it, and I've I've heard both. One is I dropped my bank card once, and uh, it was announced. And the other is um, I left uh, my daughter and my nephew alone for like two minutes when I went to talk to someone. Turned around, and they managed to get themselves into Alison's shop. She took them around to do a, a lost oh, child man. announcement. So <laughs> 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 like, we don't have much, literally have
2: lost child just, announcements. It's, ma- it's <laughs> mainly it's mainly badly parked cars. Um, yes, no, yeah. or, or last last week, last week, I think the, the excitement amongst the farmer supporters was such that, that that several of them jumped up in the air so much their keys fell out.
3: Um, yeah, but no, think, it, tends to, be, saying,
2: it was... tends to be tends to be badly parked cars, where yeah. um, four were...
3: four sets of keys, I think it was that was lost yes. over the weekend. Um, but on the on the media thing and the way it's changed, I mean, for a lot of people, especially newer fans who are used to how things are now. It would just seem absolutely mad to um, to think that they had to wait for the news from the club till the following Thursday or whenever the paper came out. Yeah. Um, and now, if if we're not getting updates on Twitter straight away of exactly what's happening, people are saying, "Well, what? Why, why aren't we being told?" Oh, I know. Um, we used to have we used to have club call as well. Oh, was, that was
2: if, me as well. People remember that. Yes, that was, was that, 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 was, you that well? was me as well. That was that was almost <laughs> entirely me. Um, and that was a. <laughs> It's, that that sort of bridged the gap, if you like, between. I mean, I I know what you mean about the local papers, but you you used to go to the game, and then you'd wait until I think it was Wednesday lunchtime that you the papers normally got delivered to the news agency. You'd wait till then um, to see the to see the match report and see what you know if they if they thought um, thought the same as you did of the game. But there wasn't the, the immediacy now. For instance, that after a, after a Saturday game, I'll be getting the match report done. Um, what I tend to do because there's a lot else going on, I tend to put a short, at a bridge one on at the club before I leave, and then do, the, do a longer one when I get home. But you know, the idea to me now of a match report not being available within, I don't know, six hours of the end of a game. If there are times away, away from home, where it's a bit more complicated, particularly if I've been helping out with commentary as well. Um, but if you think, yeah, back to the seventies, it used to be game on, a, game on a Saturday and a Tuesday night, and then you'd see it see about it in the, in the papers on Wednesday and Thursday and any news that the club wanted wanted um wanted brought out that would also be on mm-hmm. tuesday on the, the wednesday or thursday in the local in the local paper and in some ways it you know there was less pressure because you knew that's when it was going to go out and you just you had time to, to think about what you wanted to say and give it to the give it to the local papers unless <laughs> it was something really major and you wanted it in the nationals as well um but as mm-hmm. you say now if we if we you know, if we sign a player, and of course with the internet now, signing players there's two, always two clubs involved. And mm-hmm. fortunately, most clubs are pretty good um, at uh, you know coordinating between each other so that the announcement gets made at exactly the same time. It's the same with with pre-season friendlies or, or sort of <laughs> rearranged fixtures that you'll get a, you'll get in touch with the other club and you'll agree a time to announce. Um, occasionally, it doesn't happen, and and some you know some suddenly somebody, somebody will. And particularly in Twitter as well. Now, You know, it's not unknown for players who get transferred to to get excited on Twitter and go oh, delighted to have joined Sutton. Um, yeah. Or, th- they do. They or, do that at one o'clock when the clubs announced, have agreed to announce it at three o'clock. Um, and yeah, it, the uh, then we thing. always look as though we always look as though we're behind the behind the uh, yeah. behind the ball. But you know, yeah. it's, it's it's much more immediate now. And people do want things want things more urgently, and, yeah. and it has to be done because if if it's not done. Um, then it'll it'll come out somewhere else, you know. The gone gone are the yeah. days when you when you could actually, you know, try and try and hide something. And um, always always remember, it's it's yeah. long enough ago that I doubt whether any of the people involved. I think we had a pre-season friendly once where a player got sent off, um, and there was a suspicion that the referee might not report it because it was only a pre-season friendly. And so I was. Um, Deputed by the then manager and, and secretary and everything. So can you can you write the match report without mentioning the sending off? Um, and it, it would have worked had the sports editor of the local paper not been at the game and phoned me up the following day when I sent in my report, saying you haven't mentioned anything about that. So even then you couldn't get away with it. But but um, it, it's nowadays yes it is more there is more pressure to get things out quickly because you know if you don't then it'll it'll come out somewhere else and you'll end up looking um looking as though you're behind the behind the ball, yeah,
3: so the sort of switch from supporter to um behind the scenes obviously you you mentioned you've done the sort of the well worn path of involved in the supporters club and then so on and so on, and suddenly yeah. finding more and more to do <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I yeah I just i switch from supporter i'm still a i'm still but, um, oh no no yeah, yeah. yeah. I, sorry still, still just the a... support sorry
3: yeah. just just yeah. someone like like me just turning up watching the game yeah. and then going right see ya yeah. <laughs> so um so through the supporters club and then obviously as you said onto the program so when did you um get um the joy of the PA you said it was about 35 that, years that ago? was
2: 1986 I took that up when we when we first joined right. the, when we first joined the Vauxhall conference um was 1986, mm-hmm. and then then I was I took up press secretary's October 88. Um, my first game. Oh, right. My first that's game. Was, like, my first game was the FA Cup title at, like, at home to Walton. Um, in the all the, like com- in the in um, yeah. Within within three months of taking it on, I was having to look after the look after the the the, the, the na- <laughs> nation's media at the, at the FA Cup game against Coventry, um, and everything everything, everything yeah. all the peripherals around that around that game as well. So it was a bit of a baptism of fire.
3: Yeah, that's, that's the season I started, mm. oh, in fact, that's the month and the year I started supporting the club as well. Oh, the, right. October 8, yeah, 8. Well, my first game is the um, FA Cup
2: tie at home to Walton and Hersham, where so I was
3: yeah.
2: um, respons- wow. responsible for it.
3: Wow, excellent. So, obviously, that was a nice baptism of fire, um, but you it, it, it notched up over the years. The story I love telling is I didn't go to Coventry game because I I was just a new supporter, so I felt I didn't... I didn't deserve to go, mm. and there'll be other big games along soon. And we jumped thirty years yeah. for the other big game. Um, but I remember at the time you you were, you kind of had to take time off your normal job to um to get involved with all the media. What, remember,
2: what with the correctly. with the in the in the, the arsenal. arsenal? Yeah.
3: Well, it was. Um, yes, I, I.
2: That's at that stage. I was still. I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not working now. But at that stage, I was still working. Um, and I took, you know, there's only so much holiday you can take, and I took a day off for the for the pre pre weekend press conference against Wimbledon, where we had a where we had a few media down, um, and then I took a day mm-hmm. off for the pre weekend conference against Leeds, where we had quite a few more media down, but the Arsenal game the, the week before was half term, um, and week before the game was half term of course by the time we i knew we were going to do that every people other people in the office where i worked who we, have got families had put a half-term holiday um and i <laughs> and i wasn't there wasn't enough cover for me to take the time off so i so i ended up having to sort of get people to help out with that one and ended up watching the entire the entire world's media um watching it on my on my computer at, at work which was which was a slightly bizarre bizarre feeling um but I, was, I got some time off around the. you know, I, I'd already. I was able to get the day of the day of the match off and, and spent the whole day over there because um, I thought I wanted to mm-hmm. wanted to take it all in. Um, yeah So it was. But yes, it was. Um, it was quite a. It was quite a quite a hectic time. And when, you, when suddenly <laughs> well, just before the Arsenal game, when you thought it all was all organised, and then then some of the bigger organisations phoned up and said, "Oh, we just thought we'd like to do this. Or we just thought we'd like to do that," and and you know you're trying to squeeze that in as well um the one show was the, was the yeah. one that didn't you know the one show got in touch with us i think on the fri- on the friday to ask if they could come and effectively spend the spend most of the afternoon at the club um and they enjoyed it so much they didn't want to go and they actually stayed they stayed there for the game to, on a, with a late change of change of plan but we 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 sorted everybody out and everybody everybody was quite quite happy with the way it, way it all worked in the end um and we think we we you know we we everybody involved in the media side ended up at the thing where it was a you know from from media hospitality point of view and and looking after the media it was a job well done
3: yeah i mean it it must have been exhausting but um, quite satisfying because i think and again there was messages at the time saying we were told it's going to be notched up to 11 and we were like no we'll be fine and it was like oh my god i didn't realize how how much interest there really would be on this
2: oh no it was Um, was, you know it was was a it was phenomenal and then the we had, to, we had to get in touch with Solly Hol Moores to ask if a Norwegian film crew could go to the away game there the week before the game um because they wanted to do want to do a feature on us it was it was just sort of things like things like that that, that really took the, took the time but we it was I would never say it was out of control so it was all, it was always under control. We, we had everybody um had everybody sort of accommodated in the ground um And as I say at the end of, at the end of it we had a lot of very nice letters from from people who'd been with us through the cup run saying how much they'd enjoyed it and, and grateful for us to looking after them and all the best for the future.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, one of the things I was going to say to you, and I've, I've mentioned it a couple of times on the podcast, is obviously on Twitter, the, the, the reach of seeing people talk about Sutton United and there was, I don't remember his name, but there was a reporter at some point last season who just said, I've just had the nicest email from Sutton United confirming my press credentials or whatever they called it. And he said, I can't explain why it was so nice. It's just, oh, right. it was such a nice, well, okay. such a nice email. Well, I'll
2: take, I'll, and there's I, been so. Well, many. I missed, you, you must find out who that was because I don't think I've heard that. Oh, one. Okay. I don't think I've I'll, heard that one I'll, I'll t- um, We had one. Oh, we we had one okay. off of the Tramier game um, the other the other week when when somebody who normally commentates on on national television came down to help out with the Trammer commentary and put quite a nice tweet up saying how much they'd enjoyed their. Their day with us, but, Nigel. Yeah, Nigel Adderley. Yeah, um, but yeah. I hadn't. I wasn't aware of. Wasn't aware of that one. Oh, it was just a, it's just. Oh, it's just a standard, oh, um, standard email we send out to everybody who's he, coming to the game, just <laughs> telling them what to he
3: what sa- to do. He did say, "I, I can't explain exactly what was so nice about it. It's just it was a really nice email. He said compared to other clubs, who just really like, whatever. He said it just seemed like they really cared. I'll, I'll try and find it and I'll try and uh-huh. screenshot it and send it to you. Um, but yeah, I've got lots of comments because I've spoken to, doing this to, to other reporters as well from uh, Colchester, Carlisle, Tranmere as well. And they've all said really nice things about how, how we do things as a club. Um, and as you were mentioning about the Arsenal game, where we, we've managed to get everyone in. It mm. is um, he, a club that, and you take a lot of credit for this as well, Is it gives you a sense of pride as a supporter to know that, we, we're we're we helping everyone do what yeah. they need to do. Um, and I think with the FA Cup run, the, no, the FA
2: Cup run as well, there were a few who who were sort of with us from the Wimbledon game and came back for the Leeds game and came back for the Arsenal game. So we actually got to know quite a, some of the some of the national radio people quite well. Um, oh, by, by the time the by the time the Arsenal game had been had been finished, and some of some more local local reporters as well, who was sort of with us all all through the all through the cut yeah. run.
0: Thank you for taking the time to listen to Sutton United Talk Time on podcast, the Sutton Podcast. If you are new to the show, hello, and you are very welcome. Hope you enjoy what we do. It's a very simple format. We get a few people on to talk about the game that's just gone, and then we preview the next game coming up. We are available on most podcast platforms, where you can listen, rate, and review. If you find that we're not on your preferred platform, please let me know, and I'll sort that for you. If anyone would like to support the podcast, you can find out how, with more information on the website, which is www.suttonpodcast.com. Dot com And there's a tab where you can find out how to be a guest as well. Please find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok with the username at Sutton Podcast. Every like, follow and share is really appreciated. Hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you.
3: Obviously, the hustle game was quite a, a, a big moment. But what other kind of parts of the job or moments of the job where you really sort of, yeah, I've, 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 I've done good there. I've enjoyed that.
0: Sutton united talk time on podcast the sutton podcast if you are new to the show hello and you are very welcome hope you enjoy what we do it's a very simple format we get a few people on to talk about the game that's just gone and then we preview the next game coming up we are available on most podcast platforms where you can listen rate and review if you find that we're not on your preferred platform please let me know and i'll sort that for you if anyone would like to support the podcast you can find out how with more information on the website which is www.suttonpodcast.com and there's a tab where you can find out how to be a guest as well. Please find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok with the username at Sutton Podcast. Every like, follow, and share is really appreciated. Hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you.
2: Top and then two, three underneath, and I said something like the scoreboard says. I can't remember. I said two, two, three in the twenty-third or something like that, and I. I thought afterwards, that was quite that was quite sort of, that. off the top of your head, that was quite sharp, but I, I don't I tend not to, I just I, I tend after most games to be to be fairly happy, if every, if everything's on the right I'm fairly happy, but in specific incidents over the years, you know, doing the, doing the match pro when I did the match program I did that for a long time as well um, although not as long as Lyle's been doing it um, and occasionally I looked at the program and thought yeah that was a decent program, <laughs> I think the the program we did um, with a guy called Ian, who's not involved with the club anymore, but in the one season we had under John Rains in the, in the conference mm-hmm. in 1999, two, 2000, I always look back at that and think, yeah, that was a, that was a, a good program. We really, we nailed, absolutely nailed it for that season. I think we came second in the league program awards behind Hayes. All right. Um, but I don't, I, all right. It yeah. helps if we've won, yeah. you know, it, if we yes. if, if we've lost if we've lost and it's there's it been a slightly awkward interview interview had to be done afterwards yeah. and stuff like that um and a couple of couple of times when interviews didn't go quite as they 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 ought to have done after the match because there was you know we had to either skate round issues or we didn't skate round issues and had to had to, had to decide that we should have skated round them after all <laughs> um they are that they' they' the slightly slightly less satisfactory but o- overall i don't you know, I don't tend to stop and think too much about about it. It's just get it, getting on with it, enjoying it, and thinking back afterwards. That was a decent decent game. Everybody's happy. Yeah. Cause you know, if people come up to you, if people if people come sort of find you out on the on the way on the way out, look look you out on the way out home and say, "Oh, we're off now," but thanks very much for looking after us and thoroughly enjoyed it. Then that's a that's that's what you like.
3: Yeah. So you, you mentioned the after match interviews, and I have often thought of, that must be quite tricky, especially yeah after for example. I don't remember the interview or anything, but the, the Doncaster match where we, we've lost in the last couple of minutes. Yeah, so situations well, in, like and that are difficult.
2: Yeah, and I owe Donovan Wilson an interview from, from a game when we when we've done well because because he'd scored and i sort of lined him up, decided I'd line him up anyway, and he came out after after we we'd lost, and it you know it was a, it was good of any any player to come out. So I, I feel as though I owe him one <laughs> later in the season when it when when he's hopefully when he scored a hat trick and we've got a decent win. Um, he can come out and talk to us in slightly slightly happier circumstances. Mm. Um, but yeah, it is. I mean, even last Saturday, you know, obviously it was a huge, huge disappointment. Yeah. Um, and Matt came out, but, but I've got to, got to pay credit to Matt. He's brilliant with the, with the post, post match interviews. Um, you know, he, he always, always does them. He's always, I'm never worried about what he's going to say. Um, and, you know that's 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 quite a relief actually because cause, you know there have been there have been times in the past when you, you, I've interviewed a manager and, and I've just been a little bit little bit concerned about how things <laughs> might, might go.
3: Yeah, um, not going to name names, are we?
2: We're not going to name names. <laughs> but, um, <laughs>
1: um,
2: I don't think. I it took me a long it took me a long time to recover from the truro at home interview. But uh, there we are now. It was, um. It's Matt. Matt is brilliant and. Yeah. and he, he's very good, and, and I have to say as well, the players, by and large, if you ask them to come out for an interview after the game, they will do it, win or lose. They realise that somebody's got to cut. You know, it's nice. That the, the supporters like to see a player. Yeah, so, um, so do you? And sometimes it's sometimes it's not easy. You know, sometimes it's they just they won't the call. But generally, they they'll they'll quite happily come out and have a chat. And, yeah. and um, you know, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be particularly eloquent necessarily. It's just just get the get the interview. Yeah. Get get an interview done and just get a few few opinions from from the players. Some some players are better at interviews than others, as in the as in the Premier League. You know, some yeah. some players are natural interviewees, some some not yeah. so. So they all come out and they all do it. And um, so, you know, from that for that point of view, I'm I'm quite grateful.
3: So do you get to choose, or do you ask for someone, or do you just say, can someone come out? Uh, we normally we've normally got an idea of who we want. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, occasionally, it'll be a couple. It'll be a couple. I mean, normally it'll be it'll It'll be determined by what's happened in the game. But um, like last Saturday was a slightly more difficult one because there wasn't anybody. Could, Sam Hart came out. He got the man of the match in the end. He came out and did a did a, a really good interview. Um It'll be determined by what's happened in the game. You know, if somebody scored a hat trick, like um, or Killian or Topi came on and scored late yeah. on, they they were the they were the obvious yeah. obvious ones to choose. But but we'll we'll tend to choose one before we, and then we'll we'll say. Matt or, or Tim will be around and say, "Do you want a player?" And we'll say, "Yeah, can we have so and so?" And normally they'll be Occasionally they, you know, if things have been held up a bit and they've gone, and I have to get somebody else out. But, mm-hmm. but generally, they you know, we'll get the, the person we want, and they're, they're very good and, and, and always always quite cheerful, cheerful when they come
3: out. I can't remember if you did it. Did you did you do the Tope signing one?
2: Well, he signed. I uh, did. Uh, we did. Yeah, we did. tope I think after we after we played Charlton. We did, no, with when, when he, with
3: was, was it? You that when? Yeah. So when I uh, just after he signed, I loved that interview. Yeah. I, lo- I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. It, it, was, it was
2: a bit of sheer unbridled enthusiasm. Uh, did the smile on his face? And I was like, quite be- couldn't quite believe what. It, yeah, I'm going and to he's love like that. He Yeah, he's, he's he's he is like that. I mean, when when you speak to him, he is he's yeah. that sort of that sort of person. Yeah. No, they I'm, all are. They're 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 a, they're a very very good group to get on with yeah but it makes my job a lot easier
3: absolutely yeah um and also earlier on we mentioned uh the the commentary so um anyone who used to listen to the mix um or, or listen to the mix for some of the games um especially the academy games which would hear you on that but you're also on the i follow which yeah a lot of us don't so much because we usually at the games as well <laughs> yeah so um but you, you double that up. I always I always smile, and especially at the academy matches, like last week, um, when you're doing it, and in the stadium announcement as well. And it's just yes. so you're multitasking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's easier to do. It's easier to do it. Um, it's easier to do it when it's a mix LR commentary because mix LR commentaries these days I tend to do it on my phone, mm-hmm. um, so it's a lot easier to do than if you've got a computer in front of you or a large piece of um, broadcast equipment like we have with, for, the, for doing the eye follow, which is done through a professional ISDN, a right. sort of pro- proper ISDN line with, a, with the sort of um, equipment that you see the, the reporters using on, on sort of national national radio and national. I have to credit, credit our, our Radio Five links to Hale. He was a real help when he when we were looking for that equipment at the start of last season. Mm-hmm. Um, and and gave us some some really really valuable guidance about about what we should go for and what we didn't need to go for and what we could go for instead. Um Excellent. so we're very grateful to him on that.
3: Yeah. Um, and I know Ahmed is very grateful when, when you're at the ladies' matches and he's missed something and you're just telling Tony what was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It always makes me so because I listen to the away matches always, I always say, Tony yeah. <laughs> it's oh Tony's yeah. Yeah. um so you, you go to all the ladies' away matches or
2: uh, I've been to two, so oh, two I so far. Okay. Went to Dulwich and I went to Hern Bay. Okay, so I have um, to hit both of them. And, and Ahmed was Ahmed was was doing the commentary. I'd have to say about multitasking. Ahmed's been been excellent as well on two or three occasions because we were short last a little bit short last week, and he he now works and it's a real feather in in. The cap of the club and, and for giving him the chance, but he's now doing some Radio London work. Quite yeah. a lot of Radio London work. Mm-hmm. And he was covering the game for Radio London last week and, and agreed with them that he could also commentate for us. So oh, wow. <laughs> he was he was he was doing our commentary on the ISDN. But every so often we we had Radio London coming through our earpieces as well. Uh-huh. And every so often Ahmed had to say, um, just sort of p- put his hand up, and meant I couldn't talk for, for the next. thing. And suddenly he'd go into Radio London mode and doing wow. a, doing a quick score update. Wow. Um, he's done that two or three times. He did it at Mansfield last season when I, I got COVID after the, the Cup final, uh, Papa John's final, oh, and wow. couldn't go up there. Yeah. Um, so he's been he's been excellent in that. He's excellent in that that respect. Occasionally, he's, he's happy to do it. But delighted for, delighted for him. He's he's got radio London work now. Yeah, no, very, very it's good. a feather in our cap as well. You know, he he came down to us as, as wanting to ask answering an advert for for people to get involved on the on the media side. Um, and has, has has done done very well.
3: Yeah, I mean, I've had Will Lawless on from yes. the Sports London scene as well. London, In, London, London, Fo- London Force, football scene. Yes, um, Sort of explaining that he just sort of randomly asked, and he was like, "Oh my God!" They so said, "Yes." Looks <laughs> like.
2: Yeah, no, really he's, nice. Yeah, he's he's they, they've been covering all of us, and then they they finally got somebody to come down. They they managed to find somebody who who could be a dedicated Sutton report. So he comes to all the home games. Yeah. All yeah, the home games now, and it's, it's good because you get continuity of coverage. And, and absolutely, he gets, he gets to know the club.
3: Uh, he gets um, to know the club and the players, yeah. and, and, and
1: and if you've
2: got the same reporter coming down every week, yes, it, you know it does help. It, yeah, um, it does help because they get to know the club. You've got a different one coming down every week. At times, you, you feel as though you've got to start from start from yeah, scratch again. Course. Yeah, um, but it's good, it's good having the continuity.
3: Excellent. Well, what's the next five years going to bring for us?
2: Ooh, good grief. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what was five years gone, 2017, if you'd asked me yeah. that question at yeah, the beginning exactly. of the 2017 18 season, would I have said we're going to be football. in the way of this? We're going to be, a, 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 I, I struggle up, you know, we're only in our second season, say, an established football league club. But would yeah. I have said we'd, we'd be in our second season as a football league club, having just missed out on the playoffs and reached Wembley in our first season? Yeah. Probably not. No. Um, I, who knows what? The, you know, you could. I, I always say I won't. Wouldn't put anything past this group of players. Um, no. If they set their If they set their mind to it, um, you know, we we we've we've got had good times. we you know there are there are down times as well. We've got a long long injury on injury list and and subsequent issues that that's going to bring in terms of of results and stuff at our at our level. Um, I wouldn't like to. I honestly wouldn't like to predict <laughs> what, what would happen in five five years time. Um, it, you know, As I say, if, if you said in twenty seventeen would you be a football would, would Sutton be a football league club in twenty twenty two? I'm not sure many people would have said yes. No. A few of them. A few might have might have. But I'm not. I'm not sure that many people would have said would have said would have yes. See. And I remember at the end of that season when we were within one game of getting to the getting to the um, playoff final and we lost the ball and wouldn't. I, I think even then. I don't think many people could see us as a football league club.
1: No, really. um, anyway, possibly
2: a few more once once when we got to the position where we won the national league and, and were being promoted a few more. But even then, you know, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't the natural thing to think at the end of that season. Oh, we're going to win this league. and We're going to be a football league club.
1: Yeah.
2: um no, I mean, But I I, I I honestly, I, you know, if we if we get through this get through this season, this, then you know, then we then we we've, we've had two seasons as a as a league two club. We can we can look to look to build it, but it could you know i it, it would be it would be very difficult at the moment to predict where what what will happen over the next what will happen over the next 5 years but if we're still in 5 years time if we're still a league 2 club um, i think that would have you know there are some people who probably wouldn't regard that as success because they think they might think by then we ought to have been pushing to go mm-hmm. you know push up to league 1 um but I, I'm not sure a club of our side, if we're size, if we're still a League Two club in five years' time, I reckon we we can say that we've done we've done pretty well, I mean, yeah. we then can call ourselves
3: an established football league side. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if, if you go back all, all those those years, um, to to say that this whatever happens this season, it's going to be our second highest league finish in history if we finish below seventh. Um, no matter what, it's the second, and we're upset at losing in the first round of the FA Cup. And all those years ago, we had to get through some yeah. qualifying rounds as well to get there. So, I, so. Mean, I
2: know it does; it, it works like that. And that FA Cup result—that's what you yeah, know Farnborough did to us, what we've done to clubs, exactly. what we've done to clubs in the past. And it's hard to—it's hard to begrudge. Farnbridge. If I'm honest, I think a, you know, I think a draw would probably have been a fair result because we we dominated the first half so much. But it's hard to begrudge them no. the fact that they came. They they played very well. They defended for their lives. They had a goalkeeper had a blinder. Um he did rather have tones of the Bill Ricky game for quite a long time. All he yeah. needed was Jack Turner to go up the go up the other end in the last <laughs> minute and score, and it would have been complete. But he didn't he didn't have to. So it's it's difficult to you know, you it's difficult to begrudge Farnborough their their success last week. Yeah. Um and it, you know, there, there, there are different ways of looking at a second round draw away to Wrexton. Um yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I suspect it would. I suspect if it had been us, it would have been actually nailed on to be on the on, on live television and, yeah. and with all the financial rules of that. But it would have really, you know, in terms of a, a game, I can't think of many that you'd you'd want less <laughs> than to want to in the second round of the Cup. and no, a, Yeah. Well, I think, uh i
3: think dan did say that well, we've got the appalling record up there anyway so <laughs>
2: we've never don't think we've ever won up there we've drawn a couple of times yeah. um Ross, La- Ross lafayette's famous goal yes has got us a, a one- one draw up yeah. there um we've drawn a couple of times but we've never won up there although off the top of head i'm pretty sure they've apart from in the FA trophy which doesn't really count because we weren't uh, you know, at the same level then but in terms of league football i don't think they've ever won at Sutton either so it's um, it's one of those it's one of those where home home advantage has always has always been um, been been to the full. But no, we've we've never won up won up no. there, and we did. It was the one place where we got severely beaten in the in our in our championship season, mm-hmm. although, although there were huge mitigating circumstances that day. Mm-hmm. That um, I think I was ma You know, I'm not surprised the result ended up the way it did, given given what had happened earlier in the day and the the, the journey that the players had had up there.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's also—I mean, been going to wrap up in a moment—but that's also changed dramatically over the last sort of few years of the journey to getting up there. Um, so I know we do some overnights now as well, don't we?
2: Oh, we do. Most most of them are overnights if they're if they're sort of north of north of well, Northampton's a Tuesday night this year, but the, um, I can't remember last year. I didn't do Northampton. can't remember did Northampton. But, but most of them, most of the trips of any distance are now done on, going up on a Friday. Um, sometimes they'll train they'll, they'll arrange to train at a place up in the you know agree with the club they can use a training facility up north or they'll train at harlington and then go up um yeah. go up after after that but yeah be up there on the Friday um have a, have a an overnight stay and then be fairly relaxed for the for the game on the Saturday whereas even in the national league um even the year we won it you know it' was going up on the train on the day of the game mm-hmm. um and we had a, a you know, we had a few few famous um, issues with with trains and stuff how, how after the journey they had to Hartlepool on the first day of Matt's first first season how on earth they managed to win three one I'm not quite sure um, because that was a that was a, an, a nightmare journey in terms of crowded trains and, and, and everything and, and there's still quite a when you go to Hartlepool was still still quite a bit of journey to do once you got off the off the train you got a coach from either well, Darlington or York to go to Hartlepool as well mm-hmm. um, so but you know they, they they, they were quite they were they were quite good days we always you know we used to have a few supporters with us as well and it was and i always yeah. remember just about two about two months before covid hit um we were at stockport and and we'd done that one up and back on the up and back in the day on the train um and people who've been to stockport there was a pub roughly halfway between the between the ground and the station um and we were we, we'd left the ground and we were about half an hour three quarters of an hour before the train we were all booked on and the, the club virtually took over this pub um, just on the roundabout at the top of the top of station approach. And you had players, you had management, you had directors, you had supporters, and it was just a, a wonderful, a bit like a bit like your email cross one. I can't, can't actually say why it was so, but it was just you felt everybody was in there, they were all together, everybody was talking to everybody else. It was a wonderful atmosphere,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, which you're not going to get so much these days because the players are doing it overnight. But I quite understand why they're doing it. Over, uh, they do an overnight stay, and I think he's absolutely right that they do do an overnight mm-hmm. stay. But that's just one of the one of the things you you might miss a little bit is the, is just occasionally. Um, I yeah. think lead station after we played at Harrogate as well was a similar yeah. similar situation once. Um, you know, just that that feeling of everybody being together and in the, you know having all having a drink together and a, and a chat together at, at, in, a, in a far distance away game yeah. is is quite a good is quite a good feeling.
3: Yeah, especially after a week
2: Especially after a win, or even a draw at Stockport, because yeah. that was a, that was that was just after they'd been bought out, and, and they were full of they were they packed them in, and they were convinced they were going to win, and we we, we got a naught naught draw, and would have yeah. won if something right hadn't missed kicked
3: <laughs> um, about five minutes from the end. Lovely. Well, thank you very very much. Um, no I'll, I'll wrap it up Enjoy there. It. Um, if there's yeah anyone who wants to have a go at the pa just give you a shout yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> not me i'm not offering don't worry everyone it's okay' um, I'm not, but, I'm not necessarily
2: i'm not necessarily looking to get her, i just think you know it, there must be there are probably people out there who who would be very good at it um and who would now provide a different you know it's a taste of music it's a taste of music as well you know I've, I've been getting i was getting grief for that earlier in the season yeah but, you know, I do. it's
3: well we nobody
2: did. nobody picked up that nobody picked up or if they did they didn't say anything. In the first home game after that had been a little strange on the forum about that. The first play, I first tune I played over the half time interval was the same old song by the Four Tops. <laughs> um but it, it's you know it's 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 one of those things the, the music is it is an issue. We still we're still we're trying to upgrade it a bit. We we use CDs still at the moment. So yeah. it's got to be a CD that somebody's got in their collection oh, right. to use and and you know it is, as a result, it is naturally going to be a little bit, Oh, um, stuff, yeah. Well, yeah, say a little bit tailored to the to the musical taste of the person who's person who's doing it. Yeah. Um, and if my my pop pop tastes generally are sort of eighties, seventies, eighties, bit of 90s stuff, um, then unfortunately that's, that's what you're getting. That's what a lot of people are going to get. I mean, yeah. we, we we have got some CDs of more recent of, of more recent um tracks that we play but the but the vast majority are, are cds from from sort of 70s 80s 80s 90s and, and i try to make Well, i what i i always say what i would like is just occasionally somebody to come up to me after a game when i've done it and, and said oh that record you played i haven't heard that for ages and it's really good <laughs> um and sometimes I, I i wonder about being a bit ambitious at the end of a couple of seasons ago i played a, an old 80s track by a group called the freshies called there's a I'm in love with a girl at a certain Manchester Megastore checkout desk, something like that. Was a a title which I (laughs) I remember from the early '80s, and and found it on a a CD I'd got. Um, And and I think I did say afterwards that's probably the only (laughs) ground where you're going to hear that um, this afternoon. But uh, no, it's you know, if I'm quite quite open to somebody somebody taking it over if they wanted to, and if they obviously if if they were if they were good at it, but um, otherwise I'll just keep on and keep um, on keeping on. Keep, keep on, keep on, and it'll yeah. be the same, you know. Yeah,
3: absolutely.
2: It's the same, same. Yeah, we try and we try and get some up to date, up to date CDs. Jason, Jason puts is very good at doing up, up to date CDs for me, which I can, I can duck into as well at the same time. But if, if you want to CD you know for, for when the fan zone's open, then it, it's probably going to be a compilation, <laughs> um, compilation things. So I can go away and do the other stuff I'm supposed to be doing exactly, without worry yeah. about
3: what the next track's going to be. Yeah, exactly. All right, perfect. Thank you very very much, Tony. We'll see you soon. No worries, Mike. And um, yeah. take care.
2: Yeah. Thank you. See everyone on Saturday. Okay. Cheers. That's probably the only <laughs> ground where you're going to hear that um, this afternoon. But uh, no, it's you know, if I'm quite quite open to somebody somebody taking it over if they wanted to, and if they if, obviously if, if they were if they were good at it, but um, otherwise I'll just keep on and you keep um, on keeping on. Keep keep on keep on, and it'll yeah. be the same, you know
1: yeah absolutely
2: it's the same same I mean, yeah we try and we try and get some up-to-date up-to-date cds jason jason puts is very good at, at doing up to up-to-date cds for me which i can i can duck into as well at the same time but if, if you want a cd you know for, for when the fan zone's open then it, it's probably going to be a compilation <laughs> um compilation things i like can go away and do the other stuff i'm supposed to be doing exactly, without worry yeah.
3: about what the next track's going to be yeah exactly all right Perfect. Thank you very, very much, Tony. We'll see you soon. No worries, Mike. And um, yeah. take care. Yeah. Thank you. See you
2: everyone on Saturday. Okay. Cheers. U-N-I-T! 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 U-N-I-T!
1: U-N-I-T!
2: U-N-I-T!
1: U-N-I-T!
3: Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club.